0: This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of But God Can, How to Stop Striving and Live Purposefully and Abundantly. Written and narrated by Becky Kaiser and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold.
1: Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her.
0: Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised.
2: When my soul is in a dump, I rehearse everything I know of you. From Jordan Depths to Herman Heights, including Mount Mazar.
1: Hey women with Balance, we wanna welcome you back to Balance Her. This is your girl, LaChandra.
0: This is Alexis.
1: And I'm Lynn. So we are discussing this season the best selling book in my opinion the Bible and we have decided to walk away from reviewing the books just because as we told you at the end it's just kind of it seemed a little bit repetitive so we wanted to make sure that we were bringing you more value to the show as possibly that we can so we decided that we were going to focus on the word and um beauty of trial and error we can we get to try things out see if they work and when they don't we decide you know we're going to pivot and go in another direction however this is our final direction so that you guys know what to expect when you come to listen balance her we will be discussing the word and we will be focusing on family relationships and business no matter what to help you balance that life of faith Today we are discussing trusting God with your sacrifice and we want to just go ahead and get started with prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now, Father God, for just being who you are. Father God, we thank you for your grace, for your mercy, Father God, for your continued love for us though we don't often deserve it, God. Please forgive us right now, Father God, for anything that we have done against you, any sin against you, the ones that may be knowingly or unknowingly, Father God. We pray for every listener that is listening right now, that whatever words you have for them, that it penetrates their heart and mind, Father God, and that they're able to retain it and apply it to their lives moving forward. Father God, we know that many may be going through sacrifice right now, Father God, and throughout our lives, we often are challenged, are tested, to sacrifice. And God, we want to remember that at the end of the day, you are in control and those sacrifices will never go out void. And we thank you. We praise you. We love you. And in Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Amen.
2: Okay. So y'all, I was reading this story and I just learned so many things about this story. It's a story I'm sure many of us, or maybe you have or have not heard about it, but it's Abraham has a son named Isaac, and he's married to a woman named Sarah. So basically, God comes to Abraham and says, hey, um, I want you to do a sacrifice for me and to sacrifice your son. Abraham didn't question God or anything. He immediately the next day got up, got a donkey together, got two of his servants and grabbed his son Isaac and went to go do the sacrifice. Um, to the mountains. One thing that I didn't realize is that it took them three days to get to the area of the mountains, which is like a really good, like, a uh, parallel of Jesus, um, being sacrificed on the cross. It was three days when he died and until he was the resurrected. And so on their way there, Isaac, um, once they got so close on the third day, he could see the area where God wanted him to go for the sacrifice. And so Isaac's looking, because I'm sure this is maybe something they've done before, but usually they have an animal with them. mean, he's like, uh, Dad, like, where's the animal? Like, what are we going to be sacrificing? And Abraham, even in that moment, he told his son Isaac, um, God's going to provide the sacrifice. And so once they got so close, um, Abraham told uh, the two servants that was with him to stay behind with the donkey. And him and Isaac was going to continue to go forward. And so he gave Isaac the wood and Isaac carried the wood on his shoulder. And Abraham had the fire and also the knife in his pen. And so Abraham tied up his son. I'm sure with tears in his eyes, probably like I'm sacrificing my son um, for God because You told me to do it. He said, uh, tie him up, lay him on the altar. And before he could bring the knife down to him. Um, he heard the voice of the Lord during the angel that says, Like, Abraham, like stop. Like, I, I know that you trust me. I know that you believe in me. Um, and then Abraham looked and he saw a ram in a bush. And so Isaac got up and um they used the ram in a bush to sacrifice instead of using Isaac, but it was just in that moment like God realized, Okay, you truly trusted me that you were willing to give me your only son um to me just to prove that he trusted me and I just thought that was a beautiful thing I don't have any kids or anything but that's one of the reasons why Abraham is known as the father of faith and then at that same moment God made a covenant with him that um, his generations to come would be blessed and so a lot of people refer to the Abraham blessing and things like that that's kind of one of the first places that it's mentioned but it's mentioned several other times in the book of Genesis but My question for you, Lysandra, is you have children. Um, If God came to you with something like, hey, uh, I need you to sacrifice one of your kids. Like, (laughs) first off, like, how do you even have that conversation with your husband? Like, I'm just wondering, like, how the conversation went with Sarah? Like, hey, me and Isaac get ready to go. Knowing what he thought he was going to have to do that he didn't have to do.
1: I personally don't think that God would ask anybody of that right now in this time and age. That's just my honest opinion. I think that was a whole different, different, um, time. And I also think that this was to show us a story of faith from God, like to establish that. So I don't honestly, one, I would have to be very questioning because I will have to really pray and make sure that it's not the enemy because we we have witnessed that the enemy has told people to do this to their kids. And it was definitely not God. So that's one thing that I will be fearful of is to trust myself enough that I'm hearing God to really say sacrifice my child. That's the first thing. The second thing I I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know if I could do it. I I do not know that I could do that. I'm going to go with probably no. <laughs> that that would be the test that I probably would not pass. I'm just I'm just being honest because that would be something that I would probably question for the rest of my life like if I had to actually go through with it. You know, Abraham was stopped. You know, if I if I had to actually go through with it, I would literally the rest of my life, I probably, I would be miserable. I would not know. I would, I would, until I meet God again, I would be questioning whether or not that was really and truly him. That's, that's just me being, you know, completely honest. Um, I do believe there are different levels of faith and you do have to go through certain sacrifices to get to those different levels of faith. And I also believe that a lot of times we are challenged to sacrifice things and God doesn't specifically say it. Sometimes He just does it and and you have to accept that this is a part of that sacrifice. I think about the the people that have been killed here by the police recently, the the um Brianna, um, I think about all of them that have recently gone through this. And I honestly, when I was reading the story, and when we decided that this was something that we were going to talk about, my mind immediately went to the fact that they were sacrifices. In essence, they were sacrifices so that a, a nation could finally see, hey, we really and truly have a problem. And if God would have asked those parents that, do we think they would have done it willingly? Absolutely not. Absolutely so not. I think we are in an age where if God wants us to sacrifice something, he ain't going to ask. That's just being, just being honest. He, it's just going to be a sacrifice. And the thing about it is those sacrifices don't go void. I mean, it's it's not pleasant. I know those parents... Are not happy at all that their child was the one chosen to be that sacrifice, but that sacrifice is going to change our world. It's already changing our world. What God has us do it? it it's always a reason behind it because we cannot see that reason. Um, I think that's when He just steps in and says, "Okay, you, you've been chosen to make this sacrifice, and it's just it's just a different different time, but it's still the same God."
2: I think the sacrifices are definitely different now. He still asks us to sacrifice different things, but I think if it comes to a human, um, it's just him taking a life versus, hey, go do the sacrifices because we don't do sacrifices anymore. Yeah. It would be weird if someone took somebody and tied them up and laid them on the altar. Like, what are you doing? Um First of all, what tree did you chop down? <laughs> yeah. To find this altar, like, it's it's not just even common stuff that we have, but that was just something that they did in that day that it was it was common practice to do a sacrifice of an animal to god or whatever um just because jesus hadn't came on the scene yet but i agree like god asked us to uh challenges us in different ways now but he never asked us to do something that one he hasn't done himself Mm
0: -hmm. or uh
2: that he hasn't provided a way for us to do and two Whenever he asks us to sacrifice something, it's always just because he knows, he wants to see how much we trust him, how much we love him. And usually there's always a blessing tie to it as well. Like, depending on your level of sacrifice that you're doing, because we all are at a different spiritual walk in our life with God, he's always going to do something to do his part. Like, he's a faithful God, so he's always going to show up even in the midst of the sacrifice, depending on what you're sacrificing. Now, sacrifices look different um, than I did in the Bible, but um, it may be sacrificing a, a relationship, like getting rid of a relationship that you thought was really going well, and God is saying, no, that's not it. So, the sacrifices are completely different now, but we still got to sacrifice something.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. In order for us to get to that next level, um, sacrifices have to be made, and in- Like I said, it's often sometimes not of your choosing. I wouldn't have chosen to to lose two siblings and two parents. But that was, I feel like that sacrifice changed my life. I wouldn't be who I am had I not experienced those things for the good or the bad. So um, I I think that he tests us in ways that we don't
0: choose,
1: but it's what we do with the test in the end that matters.
0: I, I can agree um, I don't have a child, but I, what I took away from the story was, you know, cause if I'm correct, you know, Sarah really wanted a kid. You know, she was like, I really want a child. And so did Abraham, but like, God promised him, like, you're going to have many nations. And Abraham was like, okay, like, I'm old. What you, what you, come on, sir. And Isaac, that was his the kid's name. Like he was waiting forever for that. And I thought to myself, dang, like, What did God give me that I wanted so bad that I then had to give back?
1: Mm -hmm. That's good, Alexis. That's good. I was thinking about that too. That's good. Like, yeah.
0: (laughs) We're sitting here praying, like, for, you know, for me, like, I I was in a relationship for a long time, and I did not want to give it up. Even though I knew it was bad, I didn't want to give it up. And... God sometimes don't ask you. Like you said, he doesn't ask you, Hey, can you give it up? No, sometimes he'll be like, I'm going to just destroy this thing for you. (laughs) uh, You can see what's really wrong here. Mm -hmm. And if you trust me, I'll give it back to you. I'm in that pivot of my life. Like, okay, God, like I, I, I sacrificed, I sacrificed my hometown, familiarity, everything to move here. So I I know, I know it is a sacrifice and it's in that waiting period, like, uh, I, does this make sense? Like, did I, do you see what I sacrificed? So it's, it's a lot because, you know, at least Abraham, he's, he heard the angel like, no, don't kill him. Like that was a quick, but some of us are still waiting. Like, okay, I, I sacrificed. Right. So. I
2: totally agree. Totally agree. And, um,
1: I, to piggyback on what you said about, like, I think that he also does that to see: Do you really love me, or do you love what I gave
2: you? Yes, do you love the thing that <laughs>
1: this is what you've been you've been wanting and praying for, and this is the 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 end all be all to you? Like, think about you you know your dream home, or you got your dream car, and God is like, okay, I'm I'm snatching it away. Now what? You still love me? Cause you really loved me when I gave it to you. <laughs> you still love me now? <laughs> right. and, I, and I think about that with them. It's like y'all really wanted a son. You got you got one. And guys, like, okay, let's see how much you love me because I'm gonna take back what I, what what I gave you, what you wanted the most. And so I think that's important because it keeps you grounded. This story to me reminds you of uh, of being grounded and and to humble yourself because no matter what you may have, it can be taken away. And so can you trust God through your sacrifice?
2: Right. And also God owns everything. Like we don't own anything. Everything he gives us is borrowed from God. And so at any moment, anything can be taken away from us, a husband, kids, a house. Whatever, we just have to remember that He's a sovereign God and continues to go to Him as our source. Like He, so if He takes something away, it wouldn't mind anyway. I mean, it may hurt because I had like a relationship where I developed like a love for that thing, but at the end of the day, like everything in the entire world belongs to God.
1: What is something major in your life right now that? you feel like it's a sacrifice?
0: I guess I'll go. Uh, Pretty much leaving, leaving everything I knew. I got complacent in, in pain. I got complacent in really accepting less than what I deserved. And I thought, well, you know, I just thought this was life. Everyone suffers. Everyone has stress. And I had to let go of all of that. Literally, I mean, I left... 90% of my clothes, I mean, things I didn't need. I left everything, even my family. I have no family. So I'm like, I sacrificed what I knew for the unknown. If anything, it's built trust. The sacrifices I've made have built trust, which is what I needed.
2: I think for me, it's um, just listening to the voice of God, even talking about the Bible and just stepping out and starting a Bible study. In the middle of a pandemic or, uh, doing biblical stories or, um, talking about God in a, when culture is not very accepting of this right now. Um, and so just doing what God has called me to do, regardless of like how many views I get, what people may say or think about me, but just knowing that, um, I have to do sacrifice being comfortable and maybe put myself in a uncomfortable situation but knowing that the holy spirit is always going to be with me and guide me and even if only one person gets something out of something that i produce that's one person that's going to be saved at the end of the day so
1: amen amen well i would definitely have to say my sacrifice right now is giving up almost six figures to start a business in the middle of a pandemic. Trust me, that's a sacrifice. (laughs) Um, But what's so crazy about it is, it was probably one of the easiest sacrifices that I ever made. And it was shocking to me to say that because I was a person that was all about the numbers. I was a person, I would not get a job if you were not about to pay me what I felt, of course, I was worth. Um, I never took what was offered to me initially. Initially, Even as an LBN, I was probably one of the highest paid LBNs because I was always about my coins. So for me to give that up after getting to where I thought I wanted to be, because I, re- I literally remember praying to God that if I got to th- that particular number I was at, that I was going to be good. And he was like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. sure, here you go then. This is what you asked for. And this ain't even what you want. You thought the money was what was gonna make you happy, but it's not about the money at all. I'm, I'm way more satisfied in the ability to work for myself and to do for other people and give people the opportunity to work for themselves Than to work for any corporation or company that can get rid of me anytime they see fit. So for me, that was a wake-up call. And so the sacrifice definitely did not go void. Um, Is it easy as far as actually walking in the process of it? Not particularly, but I continue to remind myself of the joy I feel being able to do what I want to do and get to do. And and, in order for you to have that sometimes you do have to sacrifice some things. So I may have to sacrifice an extra brunch here at her, you know, until I, my money starts coming in, like I want to, um I I, I do have to be like, hey, babe, I, I need some money. <laughs> and that's different for me. That's extremely different. I'm always a independent, even as a single parent, I always had my own money. I was always doing well. So for me to be in a position to where I have to depend on my husband, that is a sacrifice. A lot of women may think, what's wrong with you? That's not how I was brought up. Um, That's not, that's just not me. You know, I had kids before I married. And so I had to be the one to take care of business. And that's what I've been used to. And I've worked since I was 15 years old. I've always had a check. I don't even remember what it's like not to have my own money. So this was truly a sacrifice. And, um, I'm just grateful to God that I'm able to be able to process it and walk in it. So, um, I just want to end by saying that if God is asking you to sacrifice something, it is always for a reason and for uh, just cause and it usually is something that ends up for your good. Only Father, we just thank you for the word that we have received from you today, Father God. We pray that it does not go void, Lord Jesus, and we ask that you send it to the right people who need to hear it right now, those who are walking in it, those that are trying to trust you through their sacrifice, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to visit womenwithbalance.org to join our community. Connect with me on social media at Women With Balance. And again, if you love the show, please leave a rating, subscribe, and share so I can keep these episodes coming. Until next week, sis, God, love, and balance.